Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Business in Bentonville podcast. My name is Andy Wilson, and I'm the executive director. And, wow, I want to tell you, we're about to talk about Walmart, and you've got to listen, lean into this because you're going to like what we're going to talk about. But before that, thank you so much for your support on Doing Business in Bentonville. You know, we really focus on retail. We're very focused on omni-channel. And you know what we do here. We just take all, all of the stuff about omni-channel and retail, and we just bring subject matter experts to the room. There's one in the room today. Dallas Counts, welcome back. Thank you, Andy. It's so good to be back. It is so good to have you back, man. And here's the thing. we got this thing like season one, episode one, two, and three going on right now. And uh, we're going to just... This isn't part of that. This is going to be something we're, we're going to do because something just happened that we're going to talk about. And Dallas, you got to go. So you went to Las Vegas, right? I did. And what? It was so much. Sands in Las Vegas, stays in Las Vegas, but not today, not right? Today. We're talking about it. Okay, man, listen, you just got to go out to Las Vegas and attend a seller's event presented by Walmart. Well, let's talk about that because we know there's a ton of stuff on LinkedIn and ton of stuff all about the seller's event, but you were there, you were live, you were in person for how many days? Oh, we were there for about four days. The event lasted uh, three days. So it started on Tuesday, ended on Thursday, and it was cram-packed. Great. Right. And you're going to talk about it today. Absolutely. You're going to share with all of our viewers and listeners the event and some takeaways there. And uh, if you are a seller to Walmart, you probably want to lean in. Absolutely. Right? Especially if you didn't get to go to the event. But it was very, very supported by all of Walmart. Uh, the top executives were there. A lot of people were there. I know I got the, I really stayed on LinkedIn the whole time reading and learning about, about the event. And man, I'm ready to talk to you about it. Well, let's dive in. All right, let's do it. I love it. So let's get started. So why did Walmart do this? Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I, I think Walmart has had this um, uh, perception that they are a store retailer, right? Uh, that that the omni business or the e-com business kind of has come second. And I think Walmart is trying to change that perception. Um, they are not obviously just a store business. They are a massive omni-channel retailer. Right. In fact, I would argue they're one of the few omni-channel retailers. The, uh, you know, Seattle bookstore, um, they do a little bit of omni, but they're mostly just an e-commerce retailer. And so I really think, you know, Walmart kicked this event off. They took it to Vegas. They invited their, you know, top sellers in along with a few of um, the partnership companies like White Spider, which I'm a part of, to come and participate together uh, to show why Walmart is important for the seller community and how they can be successful at Walmart. Wonderful. Now, uh, Dallas is part of White Spider and your focus at White Spider is on Walmart growth, correct? That is correct. Okay, so you got invited. Wonderful. And so, so, all right. So tell us then you got invited. So why did you go? Okay. Uh, for many different reasons, right? So one is we got to interact with the seller community on a one-to-one -one basis. We, we were presenting sponsors. So we got, we had a booth there um, and we were uh, working with the sellers to understand what needs they have. But we also got time to meet with many of the Walmart leadership while we were there and then also attend the general session and some of the breakouts as well mm -hmm. to understand, you know, what is Walmart doing in the marketplace space right. and kind of what's to come. Right. Well, that's had to be exciting hearing Walmart 
executives talk about it and what's the coming. Now, is this the first time Walmart's done anything like this, to your knowledge? That Yes, it is. This is okay. the inaugural Seller Summit. Right. And this event was an invite only. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see as they continue yeah. to host these events, how do they open that up? Because right. uh, they only selected a, you know, a top number of their sellers to attend along with the, you know, the partnership agencies like right. Spider. So as you think about this uh, and you got to hear the executives talk and we've seen, you know, I did, I've seen some of this on LinkedIn uh, and all. So for sellers that did not get to go, what are some, what's the, uh, you know, a couple points that you heard from Walmart executives that you said, I got to, I got to, the seller, every seller needs to know this. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think I would take this kind of back to just, you know, why Walmart is who they are and what their mission is. So um, on the first day in the first uh, general session, John Ferner got up and spoke and he spent quite a bit of time educating and making sure that the audience was very in tune with what the Walmart mission has been and where Walmart has come from. Um, and that has been, you know, the journey of the Division One store through grocery to the combination of the super center and into their first venture into e-commerce. And all of this really centering around the customer, right? right? As all of us talk here in Benville, everything is about the customer. Right. And he really did a good job of helping everybody understand, look, Walmart's goal, right, save money, live better, uh, to lower the cost of living for everybody so they can have a better life, mm-hmm. is not just a one-piece store goal. Mm-hmm. The, the intent here is that we need to make sure that the customer receives anything they want, when they want it, however they want it. Yeah. And that is very inclusive of the seller. I think this was really key because, again, going back to that initial perception, right? Many people see Walmart historically as being a brick and mortar retailer, but they are an omni-channel retailer. And so, you know, uh, John kind of kicked it off saying, hey, we're not just a brick and mortar. We are a omni-retailer. And this, the marketplace strategy is critical and pivotal to our mission of being able to serve the customer. Right. And so I thought that was really important yeah. as a, a, a grounding foundation to kind of start the whole summit. Right. Um, and then from there, we got to go into different breakouts and hear from many of our the different leaders there. So you talked earlier about the different um, executives that came from Walmart. Uh, quite transparently, I was in, in awe of how much uh, leadership Walmart brought out. I mean, we had Doug McMillan and John Ferner, right. Manish Jonia, Michael Moser. We had all of the executive vice president for merchandising with Latrice Watkins, right. um, the leaders in supply chain and our business right. to business and international. They brought the whole show uh, or the whole leadership team right. to the show, which was incredible. Well, you know, and that's Walmart's way. You know, once they decide they're going somewhere, they go. You know, and I think that's lessons for a lot of, they're, they're not, you know, they, they don't, they're not sticking their toe in the water here. They're going all the way because this is their vision. Now, let me ask you this. Is it, be, is their vision global? Is it, I mean, you mentioned it briefly. So talk about that. Is there, is it a global vision and how they're going to do that? And they talk about beyond Las Vegas. Absolutely. So they spent a lot of time, obviously, talking about the U.S. market, and we'll probably get a little bit of that um, later, but they did have the international team actually came on stage and talked about how uh, in the near future, when you become a seller in the Walmart US, you will have the ability to actually sell your product, not just in the US, but also Canada and Mexico. And then they're going to be adding in Chile here in the the beginning of the next year as well with other countries, you know, soon to follow. So I thought that was really exciting because you, you join on this Walmart US marketplace and you're going to end up having this ability to sell your product, not just at Walmart US, but almost also Walmart Canada, Walmart Mexico, Walmart Chile. 
and so on as they continue to develop that, which not a lot of other places are you going to get that opportunity to bring that that product in. You know, I I I can I gotta tell you, I have to stop and just pause for a moment because there's a lot of emotion about what you're talking about for me. You know, I grew up at Walmart, spent over almost 30 years there, and when I joined the company, we had 120 stores, and I was there until we became one of the, the largest retail company in the world, and got to see that. I got to, I got that what I call ride the shuttle. You know, it was a shuttle ride, no question, and, and I. I was fortunate to do a lot of great jobs there under that one on that one roof. Okay, and when you're talking about this, I have to think about Sam Walton, you know. And when Sam used to meet with us, and when I became an officer of the company, and then he really spent a lot of time with us. And when he used to talk about, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be big, but we're going to be the best. And it's like now is the moment. That you know, Doug McMillan and the, and the entire leadership of the company says it is now time to be the best globally at this with our sellers. This is a huge. This is this is huge. This is absolutely huge. I mean, if you're listening today, you're about to witness and and go down a path of, of something that that I will tell you you need to enjoy because I I enjoyed many moments of us at Walmart doing significant things. I think this is one of the biggest. Absolutely. And Andy, if you don't mind, I'm going to, I'm going to totally sideball for a minute here and take a little tangent because you, you, you did, uh, you got to talk a little bit about your story here. And I actually had a few minutes to share a story with Doug while I was there. So I got to talk with Doug for a few minutes, which was incredible. And, you know, we were at this marketplace event in Las Vegas with, you know, companies from all over the world. I talked from people from, you know, uh, Brazil and China and the U.S. and Europe, um, and we were talking about marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, Doug, I, I grew up here in Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. and to me, the first Walmart marketplace I got to experience um, was actually at a store. And when I was a kid, I spent all my summers with my grandparents, who lived in a small town, Drakes Creek, Arkansas, out in the middle of nowhere, just south of Huntsville. And every Thursday, we would go into town to the Walmart who would host a craft and flea market in the parking lot. And it was put on by Walmart and that was the first marketplace. So I'm thinking about the evolution of the marketplace. (laughs) For me, the first Walmart marketplace was this craft and flea market in the, you know, uh, parking lot of the division one store. But I, sorry, I digress. Oh, you know, I think we both, I think there's a lot of people listening today, viewing today that worked at Walmart or very much part of Walmart, you know, to get into where Walmart is today, all have these emotions that we're experiencing today. And, and they're, they're, they're wonderful things. They're part of us. They're part of our, our, you know, our community and, um, and our lives. And so, all right. So, you know, that's what this is. This, this is a, we're, we're about to experience another phenomenal opportunity where Walmart's going to take retail and non-retail. And, and, and you're going to get to be part of that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And we all are. Everybody are, yeah. We all are. Okay. Well, that was a great moment. I'm, okay, <laughs> let's, well, let's go on and talk about that. Now, now, as you have said, this is going to be global. It's going to be worldwide. It's, it, so you're part of the kickoff. There's, there'll be much more coming and you're going to be part of that. Now, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, as Walmart, what do you see Walmart's opportunity here? You know, and then and then bring in your role at Watch Spider and the, how how your role is going to 
be integrated in all of this. Have, have you spent time thinking about that and digesting some of those things? Absolutely. I've spent a lot of time kind of thinking about this. Um, and maybe this is a slight step back as I kind of get into the answering your question. I apologize. But, you know, I one of the things as I've been kind of reminiscing about how Walmart Marketplace went from a parking lot and a flea market into what it is now, this digital commerce, um, you know, uh, big, big business is that the tools Walmart's offering have really changed, right? So they used to offer parking lot, but now you have this digital commerce. And so some of the other things that they talked about at this event beyond being able to be global is they talked about what they're doing to change the site to be better for marketplace sellers. Mm -hmm. And so they spent some time um, going into the redesigned homepage that Walmart has recently launched. I don't know if you've been on it recently, but you'll see like it's completely changed. And they talked about how they've changed the um, ability to be more targeted. Mm-hmm. So one of the examples given, right, is if it's there's a rainstorm in you know the Northeast, they can target you know whether it's a raincoat or an umbrella that very specifically just to that Northeast area. And so I thought that was really impactful, sure. as well as just the personalization of making sure that what you're shopping is what you're seeing on your homepage. And so that's going to be really important to the marketplace sellers, as that means that the traffic that's coming in is going to get more personalized information up front. So that should lead to higher converting uh, sales within the site. So I thought that was really interesting. Also within that same vein, the Walmart Connect team was there and they were there in force and they were really talking about all the different ways that the marketplace sellers could engage on site Mm -hmm. to make sure their products were showing up where they needed. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, really exciting because they were talking about some of the new tools that they were going to have available to them. You know, today we're very familiar with sponsored search. And so that's something that the sellers can use, but Mm -hmm. They're also launching brand shops. So sellers can actually create their own brand shops with right. their curated assortments, um, you know, very specific uh, yeah. uh, products that they would group together. And then they're also bringing in um, the video search. So sponsored videos. So basically, instead of just a, a, a product listing that shows up, you could have a video that plays that educates about your product. Right. I think we see this pretty prevalent within, you know, the Seattle Bookstore's website. Um, but now coming to uh, the Walmart website, and I think they said that we'll be watching in the next couple of months. So right. really exciting to kind of hear the different things that Walmart is bringing to the table for those sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to, I'm on a roll. I got to keep, you got to keep go, a few more ahead. things that I'm really excited about, like talking about is love it. Um, the other one that they spent some time really diving into was fulfillment. Um, and, you know, Walmart Fulfillment Services uh, has really grown, but they showed, you know, the new fulfillment centers that they're launching and, the schedule kind of of some of the upcoming ones and how big they are, the automation that they've got, just incredible technology. Um, but two things that really kind of stood out for me was one was on um, large format packages, right? So like you think uh, patio furniture, et cetera. Um, so more capability for those products um, as well as um, they're looking to do some more partnerships within the refurbished space. They talked about the refurbished program. Mm -hmm. So another opportunity for sellers, if they have a refurbished program or they could start getting involved. Um, And then the other one that I was really excited about is the uh, uh, be able to return to store, Mm -hmm. right? How often do you get a package? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, marketplace returns can be quite difficult. You know, it doesn't matter what, you know, format that you're on, which marketplace you're shopping. But now you could just pick that up and take it to your local store and do a return there. And then within the returns, this one's really exciting, is back to those large format packages, um, if you get a whole patio set and you have, you know, I don't know, four chairs and a table in there, if one of the chairs comes damaged, historically, 
you had to send the whole thing back. Right. All of it. Right. Well, they're now launching to be able to do returns just on partial. So you could send just that chair back that's damaged without having to send everything else back and get that in. And I thought that was yeah. exciting. Well, it is exciting and it's huge too, you know, for that. Because, because you know, again, go back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, Sam Walton always said it's about the customer. And uh, back when I was a regional vice president uh, and we were traveling stores four days a week, uh, more or more, whatever it took. And, um, uh, you know, it was always, always about the customer because Sam said, you know, there's no cash registers in their own office in the store. The stores are priority. But what I get, what I hear you saying is that that philosophy of the store thinking is moving across all channels. That's here. absolutely right. And that philosophy is integrated on everything Walmart's doing. And I think if you're, you know, if you're a retailer today, I think that's one of the key things to take away here, to focus on sellers, to focus on customers, and that, that, and, and, and that uh, creation of that philosophy through everything you do. I mean, is that what you heard? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a great summarization of basically the whole show yeah. is Walmart is bringing their toolkit and yeah. they are going to go deep across yeah. the entire marketplace to make sure that it's the best experience for the customer. And it's easy for the marketplace sellers to do their business on Walmart Marketplace. Okay, wonderful. Now we're all we're both excited about this. Now, I, but with that, let let's talk about uh, with any change and any type of growth that all this. There's always opportunities. Okay, so as we look at you know the brick and mortar piece, the inner in, and then the online delivery, all of the omnichannel focus here. Now the sellers event. So what, what are opportunities now for the, 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 you know, the Walmart, Sam suppliers on the brick and mortar? You know, how does that work with the sellers? Are there opportunities there? So let's, let's lay out two or three opportunities. I'm sure Walmart's very, very aware of it. And I know the Walmart, Sam's suppliers are very aware of it, but Let's talk about that. And then was that a discussion there or is it things Walmart now I got to go work on? That's a really good question. Um, and there's a couple things that kind of come to mind that I think that we just have to be cognizant of. Um, and this, I think specifically, as you were saying, like the brick and mortar suppliers, uh, obviously many of them have an assortment within Walmart, but they have a much broader assortment that's not carried at Walmart. And so Ideally, um, when you're selling that same product, you know, at the Seattle bookstore, it's much easier to put your entire sorbet on there. And I think one of the things that, you know, from a supplier standpoint, I think we need to be cognizant of is how do we make sure that we're not um, making it difficult for the local Walmart teams to be able to achieve that? And when I say that, I, I have many friends that are in the community, as I'm sure you do, too. Right. There's sometimes challenges around incentive structure where... Uh, adding an extended assortment to a marketplace might actually hurt your incentive structure on the supplier right. side. And right. I think we got to be careful about that. And like, how do we make sure that we enable our our people here to be able to do what's right for the customer, right? right. Always coming back to that customer. Right. Um, so that's one that I had in mind. Um, another one that I think maybe uh, need to keep in mind too is uh, the incentive structure on the Walmart side with merchandising, um, you know, merchants are incentivized to grow sales and, right. and share. Um, and some of those tools today uh, may not include marketplace the same rate that includes the 1P business. So 
Um, for example, right, if I have a, you know, a television um, that I'm selling, if I'm the TV merchant, and I move uh, some extended assortment into the marketplace business, that could, on paper, make it actually look like a negative to my 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 total business when it's really not. And that's right. just because of how some of that data is tracked from share reporting companies is that an in-store sale versus a marketplace sale is not is not counted the same. Right. And so it could look like you are on paper um, uh, diluting your, your business when in reality, mm-hmm. you're not. Right. And so I think like we got to keep some of these incentives in mind, whether it be on the supplier side or the Walmart side, that we make sure that we don't let those get in the way of our ability to serve the customer, right? And do it where they want it, when they want it, and how they want it. Well, you know, I think those are those are real. And, you know, Walmart, uh, I know when we, you know, we went from the discount store to the super centers, uh, when we opened Sam's, when uh, we went online, we had many, many of those challenges and obstacles. And I, I know Walmart, they're going to do, you know, they're going to do what's right, number one. Number two, they're going to focus on the customer and that's what they should do. And they will. And I think they'll navigate this. This is this is this new uh, this new retail phenomenon that we're in right now. But ultimately, the winner will be the customer, no question about it. And then the sellers and the merchants are, and the companies are able to sell Walmart. It's phenomenal. Well, I want to tell you this is exciting. So I want to come back and ask you one last question. Okay. okay. In your four days there, what was your favorite? I've been one to talk about this. I was <laughs> okay. wondering when you're going to ask. Me. Okay. All right. So I think one of the things that is most exciting and that no other marketplace really uh, can offer is that ability to have an item on a shelf in the stores of Walmart. You know, like, why are you asking? Why are you telling me this? We're talking about marketplace. Well, at the event, they actually were able to bring a marketplace seller who'd been doing a great job online and servicing the customer and providing a great op- a product and price. And they offered them a PO to be in stores as a one piece supplier. And I think that was the most exciting moment because that's something that, right. you know, other marketplaces can't replicate. Right. This is this right. is what one of the things that makes Walmart unique. Yeah. And so it was super exciting to see that, you know, s- seller that became a supplier on stage and how excited they were. And so yeah. the company was solo stove. Right. Um, and so you'll you'll probably get to start seeing solo stoves now in your local Walmarts, which I'm excited because yeah. I don't have one. Well, I'm so excited. I got to see that online, okay? And it's, it was done in such Walmart fashion. You know, it was so, I mean, I'm, I'm like leaning in, look, looking, okay? And, and then when I seen the item, I was so excited because I don't have one of those. And I can't wait to go buy one of those now because I've heard my friends have them. And now I'm going to have one, you know, so yeah, so we both will. Yeah. Well, as soon as, you know, Walmart, let us know when it hits yeah. shelves because you got two sales waiting to happen. Yeah. Uh, but super excited yeah. about uh, that opportunity. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, Dallas, it's always great to have you in. I really appreciate our chat today about the Sellers event. Thank you so much for coming in and doing that. Now, to all of our audience, Dallas is going to come back with another episode. We, we, we have an episode we haven't released yet. It's coming up. And you you get to hear Dallas, and then we'll we'll come back with season one, episode four. We'll we'll come back with that. We're going to stay on track with that because he's going to continue to talk to us about this funnel that you talked about. That's right. And so the next episode, we'll be talking about. So we use a little sneak preview today. Yeah, yeah. So last yeah. episode we talked about the awareness and generating right. awareness. Yeah. Um. And now that we're going to move out of awareness, and we're going to start moving down the funnel and yeah. starting getting into 
um, that like confidence to convert and like what like now that we've get, driven awareness and we have some traffic, how do we give that customer the confidence to convert? So stay tuned. Uh, this is we're gonna we're, we'll get we'll push this out. Then we'll we'll we're gonna get together and we'll be we'll let you know when we come back out with the next uh, podcast. But we will and we're gonna continue really taking this apart for you. And Dallas again. Matt, you're, you're a great friend. I'm really enjoying our time together. Again, thank you so much for uh, coming back today and uh, sharing this great, great event with us and the great news. So, so anyway, to all of our listeners and to, um, to people watching us, thank you so much for uh, bringing uh, doing business in Bentonville into your space. We really appreciate that. You can find us, you know, on Spotify, Apple, and uh, then, you know, your, just your favorite um, streaming channel. Uh, and you check our website out, doingbusinessinbittenville.com. Any last words? I think my last word would be to the seller base out there. Uh, those of you that went, if you feel like you're struggling, feel free to give us a call over a white spider because um, one of the reasons we were there is we were showcasing our offering that we have available uh, to be able to help them because it can be complicated to, you know, that's one of the reasons Walmart brought us in is like yeah. when you're a new seller, it can be hard to get onboarded and, and do it in an easy fashion way. So yeah. feel free to reach out. We've got services ranging from, you know, content creation, whether you need photo and video editing or photography to, you know, item like 360 views. We can do all of your um, catalog management. So making sure your, your Walmart catalog set up all the way through your ad management. So, yeah. And what give them your uh, give them your email. Yeah, uh, dcounts, D-C-O-U-N-T-S, at whitespider.com. And we would be excited to to help you navigate getting onto Walmart Marketplace. Yeah, talk to the man. He can help you if you're a seller or whoever. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, thank you again for saying to it. Thank you, Dallas. Always great to be with you. Okay, thank you, everyone. Have a nice day.